0: Media.com presents Beyond the Wall, a Game of Thrones podcast, with hosts Christiana Ellis, Jute Schubert, Vivid Muse, and Nookchus. <laughs> this is our Beyond the Wall reaction show. We all just watched the premiere. Mm-hmm. Episode five, no, season five, episode one (laughs) for Game of Thrones, which was titled The Wars to Come. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some interesting stuff in this episode. Like there was not a lot of action exactly. I mean, there was really only like, I think only Jon Snow's storyline really had anything happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything else was more like, let's catch up where everybody is now, which is good. But I think it was really only his where there was really any plot development. Um, But there's lots of areas already that are interesting just to contemplate in context with uh, what's going to happen compared to the books or things that seem like they're already diverging um, from the books. I mean, we knew that was going to happen, but we're definitely starting to see it already.
2: I think I'm used to a more flashy season premiere though. Like I feel like in the past it, it, after finishing I'm like, "Yes, this is going to be awesome. I'm so." <laughs> and this time I feel like it feels like a middle of the season kind of an episode to me. Mm-hmm. I
3: I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I we got dragons. We had two. Yeah. Two dragons we had uh, Dario Naharis, extremely naked, and like, <laughs> wow, really glad. I didn't know if they were going to switch him out because you know he's on Orphan Black, and that's about to start up, and
1: mm-hmm. he's
3: got another project. I can't remember what it's called now, but um, I was thinking, oh, they might have to recast him again. And I had, like you guys know, I've been avoiding spoilers and clips and stuff, and it was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's him! Oh, he's naked. <laughs> <Really> <laughs> glad they didn't It's gonna make Orphan Black a lot more fun to watch now too.
1: <laughs> well, I tell you, when uh, when he said that um, a dragon queen without dragons is no queen. Yeah. And I just wanted to, like, on Daenerys' behalf is like, well, thank you, Dario. That's very helpful. <laughs> now. Uh, you want to make some constructive criticism with some actual suggestions for maybe yeah. how I could improve my situation here? Although yeah. I guess technically he was telling her she should reopen the fighting pits, So she yeah. already d- dismissed that. So maybe that's not fair.
3: But <laughs> still, any time before now would have been a better time. Because clearly they did not like being in that dark cavern. Oh, yeah. that
2: broke my heart. I know. Those were the nice ones. That's what I told you. Just like, those (laughs) were
3: the nice ones. Drogon's nice too. I mean, yeah, he barbecued a kid, but you know. See, that's where I think we kind of have different scales of (laughs) (laughs) what's (laughs) anus and what's not.
2: Would would, would you think about, I'm going out on a hunting party, I'm getting myself some food, and I accidentally killed a bird while I was getting this bear? That's that's what Drogon's thinking. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think it was a prob The problem is that he was unattended. You know, like yeah. if she had been there to say, "Drogon, yeah. no."
3: Well, and she but, yeah. didn't know how to raise a dragon.
1: Yeah. Oh, well- <laughs> the
0: movie.
1: Well, I think <laughs> the the thing with with Daenerys that that I've always thought, and this is this is not a spoiler or anything. It's just I think that whatever mystical higher power decided that magic is coming back and is making all of these things coalesce in this one time and place, including the birth of the dragons, whatever that force is, call it destiny or magic or the gods or whatever it is, does not think she should be hanging out in Marine. And I think the fact that she is losing control of her dragons is reflective of her, falling away from what she really should be doing.
2: I like that theory. Uh, yeah.
0: I like that theory a lot. So I was figuring that maybe that, you know, what her, her uh, course of action now is she needs to get re- back in touch with the dragons. So mm-hmm. I figured some power would awaken in her, like she'd practice mm-hmm. actually controlling them or something. And we'll mm-hmm. get, you know, an eighties montage and she'll train them upright. I think, Christiana's makes more sense. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the other thing is though, that we have to remember that this series makes a habit of setting us up with traditional fantasy tropes only to pull the rug out from under us. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it may be, see, and something like that, the idea that somehow she just has to do the right thing and then everything will click into place. That's definitely more of like a fantasy classic fantasy trope. So, in some ways, the idea—oh, yeah—the the mother of dragons, and she has—she is—he's he's been doing pretty well lately. She's had a string of uh, successes mm-hmm. here, and so it was um, foolish for her to think that that was going to last forever.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I don't know—it's—it's it's a rough spot, you know. That's at the same time, you know, she knew that she was going to have troubles that's the whole reason why she I I always call marine her starter kingdom <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep yep um i think i was most excited about the opening scene Oh Our yeah. first flashback yeah of- that was well done mhm and i wasn't sure if they were going to bring that whole bit of the story into the show i thought they were going to just ignore it completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: i thought she might just Lena Hetty might tell the story to somebody, yeah, although maybe. at the same time it's not clear who she would trust enough to tell that story to. Hmm. Although, uh, I mean, they could invent a handmaiden or something. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, so that I think that was that was interesting too, and I think it also including it is important because. Well, you know, I don't want to get into spoilers, but just the idea of what is her mental state right now. And we get a little bit of that too with her and Jamie. And we just realized that, like, it's not even just a matter of she's mad at Tyrion and she, you know, she wanted him to die already. And now she extra wants him to die. Yeah. But just the idea that he's still out there. Just she cannot stop thinking about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, so, Chuch, what were your thoughts about the start of the new season?
0: Uh, initially, it was just trying to figure out who it was if it was uh, Marissa, is that the daughter Marcella, Marcella, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to figure out who, who these girls were, and then mm-hmm. you get the prophecy thing, and I'm still a little, well. Hmm. And then, because I'm hearing all the, shrouded in gold, and and so I'm thinking, oh, wow, yeah, that sounds like Lannisters. It must be Cersei. And then, mm-hmm. boom, you see her, and like, damn, mm-hmm. that's. Prophetic? Well, yeah, but I mean, I was just wondering, how is this going to come back? Like, why would they do an actual flashback unless um, Witchy Poo action's going to happen again?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be.
0: Because it's essentially just reaffirming something we knew just because some witch told her it was going to happen before it happened doesn't really mean anything unless Mm -hmm. that resurfaces.
1: Of course, the uh, the thing, not all of it is something we already knew because um, the prophecy was three children you will have.
0: You'll have 20.
1: Gold will be their crowns and gold will be their shrouds implying that they're going to die. Right. Only one of her kids has died. Well, but everybody mm. dies. That's true. I'm just saying that <laughs> that would be an interpretation of that. I yeah. mean, it's not a spoiler. I'm just yeah. saying that's an yeah. interpretation of the, uh, the prophecy, and it very well might be something that's on Cersei's mind, right? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of the other things is, for me, um, has always been that a lot of times death, when getting fortunes from like a witch or prophecy or whatever doesn't always mean, you know, physical death. Right? Mhm. It mm-hmm. could just mean losing everything or a giant change. change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um for me the big part of this prophecy is it explains so much about her cuz mm-hmm. she's lived her whole life thinking She's going to get what she wants only to lose it. And her kids are going to die.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. If she ever believed it before that memory.
1: Well, yeah. And, but I mean, it's also like, you know, there, I think she probably has gone through her life more or less just pretending, Oh, well that was just a silly thing. It didn't mean anything, Mm -hmm. but never quite able to forget it entirely. But now one of her kids has died, and now there is a younger, more beautiful queen threatening to cast her down and take everything she has. So now is exactly the time when she might start thinking, oh, my God, is it all true? And this is where we insert
0: the Archer quote.
2: It's just like the gypsy woman said.
0: (laughs) 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 any, Any other standout scenes?
1: Um did we mention Tyrion that? looks great with a beard. Doesn't <laughs> he? he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? I I was just
3: gonna ask if we had mentioned that uh Daria Naharis was naked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yeah,
2: yeah, I believe we covered that.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um I I was just still thinking a lot about things that are different from the books and it's hard to know how much of them are safe to talk about because it's a change from something that's already happened and how much is stuff that may be diverging. But then there's also Danza and little finger are past where they are in book five. They are already off book. Wow. Yep. I, I told church tonight
3: to t- disregard my reactions to pretty much anything because I am so far behind on I think I think Aria is Aria the, the only storyline that is kind of where it is at the start of book four
1: um, because it seems
3: like everyone else maybe not John. John's is,
2: John's is
1: I do think remember. John's is about right
2: I think
3: he's about on time
2: things that should have happened for John haven't happened for yet it. And okay. considering other things that are going on, oh yeah, that's well, true. And out. I know Bran is
3: ahead of the story. That's for dang sure. Yes,
2: Bran is ahead. Um, okay. I, no, I. I well,
3: there's it's it's like I, but I told him I said just anything, any reaction, anything. I go, oh, but I wonder if did you notice this and the that? I'm like, <laughs> t- this is total speculation yeah, right now because of things going on here. I haven't been able to dig into uh, book four, um, so the. Um, the migraine meds are changing again, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. to be able to start soon. Mm-hmm. So,
1: well, so I don't know how much deeper we want to go for tonight's reaction yeah. show, given that we're going to have our longer discussion later. But I certainly have a lot more that I could say.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I yeah. Uh, so you know, obviously, we didn't get to touch base with everybody. We we need to see what Ari is doing mm-hmm. and and a few other people. I'm curious well, to and- see if we are going to see what if if they pick up brand this season at all or if yeah. they do how long before they do
1: well the other big thing that i was wondering if it was going to happen in this first episode and it didn't but it looks like it'll happen next time is adding Dorn to our intro uh, i was watching for it when the credits rolled but we didn't go there this time and yet in the preview it looks like next time
2: yeah mm-hmm. and did you guys notice that winterfell is different yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. not Just, burning anymore yeah it's actually looking like it's
3: being rebuilt and Chooch actually said something, I was like, What? And so certainly everything the fire's off and it looks like things are starting to rebuild yeah, rebuilt. obviously like, hmm, made the Bolton.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well okay. yeah, last time we uh last time we saw um Roos and Ramsey was when Roose made um you know gave Ramsey his last name and they were riding for Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winter and then I guess uh that's actually what um Stannis tells John this time too. Yeah. Which is you know who's in Winterfell. Yeah. And that's our mm-hmm. next stop.
3: <laughs> just as like a total interruption since I know that we're gonna be, be probably ending soon. We uh have kind of been winding in and out of the out of the room with um HBO on, and so they've been doing their Game of Thrones marathon. Mm-hmm. And it was just we saw the cutest little scene with Brienne and Pod at the little, uh, I can't remember the name of that inn, inn at the crossroads or yeah, whatever. I think that's it. With hot pie. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I bought, I made one. She liked it before. I think this one's better. I was like, Hot oh, oh, pie. And he called it Winter Hell.
1: Yeah. So, hot pie.
3: I actually have some serious fan advantage.
1: service in that scene, which I'm not complaining. Really I'm is. not complaining. Um, fan service is a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because we're fans and we're being serviced. And there's so much darkness. There's so much darkness in that story. Yeah. Um, You know, I I rewatched season four, just like just finishing it over the weekend here before before the premiere. And um, this is really unrelated to the premiere, but I just thought I would share it with you guys that in my rewatch, I discovered something that kind of fixed one of the minor problems I had originally in hmm. season four is you guys may recall when we talked about episode nine last season when Igrit dies I, I mentioned I wasn't a big fan of having the kid be the one to do it mm-hmm. um, just because in the books we never know for sure mm-hmm. who really um, fired the arrow and 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 I guess I just kind of felt like we don't want John to do it if it's not going to be him, I almost want it to just be who knows. In yeah. that way, she's just sort of a casualty of the battle because I didn't feel like any of the other characters had really earned that plot cred. Yeah. Um. But in rewatching, I realized that in episode three, the scene the up ep- the scene where that kid's village gets you know slaughtered, there's a a shot of him hiding under a cart, looking terrified looking out and watching Igrit kill like three people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so specifically him watching her, not just watching, oh no, they're killing my family and all that, but seeing her do Mm -hmm. it and realizing, okay, he might actually have some personal reason to dislike her specifically, um, which I didn't really catch before. And it doesn't like... I I still have minor qualms about it, but I do feel better about it, just at least that they did set something up yeah. to um I still feel like, you know, all they did to support him being an okay archer is having him say a line at one point, like, oh, I was the best archer in my village. Yeah. Okay, we haven't seen you do that, but fine. Especially <laughs> under those in those conditions yeah. under
3: fire, yeah. you know,
1: at yeah, night. Yeah, so like Again, I'm you know, I don't want to get all all back into it, but I just thought I'd mention that uh there was a, a little thing in there that uh um that I didn't notice until rewatching.
3: I think it gave us all an out for not hating that kid <laughs> for killing. You know what I mean? It's like, how do we not hate this kid? Oh, let's watch his parents get butchered by her. That's yeah. that's how we forgive her. Well, parents. see,
1: I like I never hated the kid anyway. I think right. that that was always just like, it was this star crossed lovers thing. There was just no way it would ever work. And that's, that was the fundamental tragedy of those two characters is that. And, and unfortunately I think John recognized it before Igret did just this, this realization that the night's watch is too important to him and the waddling stuff is too important to her. And there is no way that they could be together at, in either place. And right. so neither of them is willing to completely run away from this battle altogether, although she and she said that she might have been willing to if he you know so who knows if he had actually been on board, but it, it just it there was no way that it could work the, the you know the forces of the universe were just aligned against them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's pretty um, wild seeing so John train the kid yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah, he worked through some stuff right there, yeah. I think. <laughs>
1: I'm glad
0: Thorne at least
1: is finally, at the very least, he's, he's like, well, okay, I guess he's a pretty good fighter. I'm gonna let <laughs> yeah. him train the kids. I don't have to call him a steward anymore.
2: And, well, I guess he's kind of good at leading. And you know. mm-hmm. yeah, well. <laughs> So I've got a bit of a news item uh, that I read this morning. Did you guys oh. hear that the first five episodes have been leaked?
1: Yeah, I heard that.
0: Wow. Yeah, apparently they
2: were from promote a promotional dvd which is just really underhanded in my opinion yeah um you know you, you take promotional copies and, and put them out there that's just that's just wrong yeah it's i, I yeah i
1: whoever did it's a jer- is a jerk um don't do that so who's watched them i don't know i'm, I'm to watch him no, me They'd either. say
2: there's over 100,000 downloads already, and I'm pretty sure that most of the people that would have gone and downloaded them are the people, well, two kinds of people. Uh, Some people that can't get access to HBO, and we're going to download it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other people are the troll types who are very excited to be able to spoil things for other people. Exactly. Well, but beyond there's your also
0: card, true fans that are going to turn around and watch it again when it's broadcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I want to watch it, like, as the world watches it. Yeah. Well, having a week of
0: suspense
3: really does add something. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, it's it's interesting just because obviously this weekend was um, the start of the Netflix Daredevil show, which is great. I Um, haven't had a
3: chance to watch it yet.
1: Yeah. um, I'm only almost halfway through, Mm -hmm. I think I've watched six of them. It's really good but at the same time I have to say even though obviously binge watching has become like a thing mm-hmm. for Netflix yeah. I don't really like them doing that for new shows It's one thing when they're finally dumping the old you know all of the last season on there and people can binge watch to catch up right but when you put the whole season up all at once for the new stuff it makes it impossible for people to have conversations about it in the mm. same way because you don't know where other people are at yet. So if I want to talk all about something that happens in episode six, I can't because you guys haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And someone who's only watched up through episode three can't, you know, know what's in six, and someone who's watched the whole thing can't talk to me about the end because, like, no, we're all in different places.
0: I think DVR, DVR culture already that already exists, where a lot of people yeah. are a season Not behind or. Half a but it's behind. still,
1: it's um, still an, an an etiquette thing though, where, yeah. you know, even if you're, if you're not watching the show live, you know, if you're still watching a show regularly and like you catch up on each episode, uh, like within a week and you have people who are all, who are going to be more or less, like if they're really invested in the show anyway, they're going to be, you know, just within maybe an episode or two of each other instead of four or five or, you know, 13. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, um, it's not to complain as much as just I prefer them to draw st- 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 it out.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the shows that are appearing on Netflix and on, like, an actual TV station at the same time, they do it in the fashion of once a week. So, like, The 100 and The Mike Tyson Files, I think, Mysteries, something like that. <laughs> uh, those are released as they're released on TV, which is kind of neat because it means you can watch with everybody else on TV. But there's definitely that thing of, oh, the new season's here. I watched it all in two days. Yeah. Oh, you've only seen one? Come back to me when, when you've watched it all. And then that conversation doesn't often happen. You don't come well, back it to it doesn't. You know? <sighs> nope. So. Yep. So I, that's, that's my idea. Like If I had the whole season of Game of Thrones right now, I wouldn't want to watch it. yeah i'm just annoyed that we can't
3: watch it in imax anymore we only got those two
1: episodes
2: (laughs) yeah
1: but like see that's almost the problem though is that if you had the whole season yeah like even if you didn't want to watch the whole thing all in the weekend oh other people would be (laughs) and then yeah exactly so that's why i like so for example i'm also watching the powers tv show that's coming from the sony like the uh, like Sony entertainment, PlayStation. Like I'm watching it on the PlayStation, but you don't have to uh-oh. have a PlayStation to watch it.
3: Mm-hmm. Everybody's um, frozen except me. <laughs> we
1: can still we, hear you. We're, we're not frozen. We hear you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the powers TV show is, is still releasing just one episode at a time. And I kind of like that. It, it uh, there's an anticipation that builds, you know, cause you have to wait for a little bit. I feel like binge watching is good for catching up on something. Mm-hmm. Background. But I don't, I don't like it for consuming new yeah. things. I like the, I like there to be some separation, so you have time to think about it.
0: We've been mm-hmm. self-regulating, like uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I think we watched two or three at a time, and then give it a night.
1: Mm-hmm. See that one, I, you know, I, I ended up just binge watching, but I almost kind of wish that I hadn't, you know, because it it was so easy to do, and so I did. But it also just makes me think, you know, did I really fully absorb all of those or no. did my attention start to wander here and there because it's just going from one to the next?
3: I we've we're I think maybe halfway a little bit more than halfway through it. And I've started watching it with our daughter in law the other night. And I'm there was whole whole story, like whole like dicks that I missed, like whole lines of jokes that I missed on our first watch. So there's there i can't believe there's more laugh, more laughs there though i think there's only one left
2: <laughs> see and oh. with unbreakable kimmy schmidt i'm not sure i would have watched it other than you know just straight on netflix i wouldn't don't think i would have thought to tune in as much as i liked the show um when i kept see when i saw the previews and stuff where i was like eh that doesn't Look great, mm-hmm. and then I'm working on something, so I start playing it in the background. Next thing I know, three days later, I've watched like entire series. Yeah. Um. But it's one of those sneaky, yeah. you know, like it's like Thirty Rock. Yeah. I wouldn't have taken because be, being a cord cutter, I would not have taken the time to invest myself in a weekly process for that. But for that, I I I, I would have missed out. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, because that's a really <laughs> fun show. I know, like. Uh, Orange is the New Black, I would probably watch that week. Like, hmm. I would watch that every week that it came out instead of binge-watching it in the first 24 hours like I normally do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, it being 11 o'clock, yeah. I'm yeah. And and one ready, ready to turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> and I know we got into all that other stuff, but I guess that's what I was just going to say. is um, We're also going to be having our extended conversation on mm-hmm. Wednesday, so tonight mm-hmm. We should leave people wanting more
0: yes indeed yeah we have already touched on what happened in the episode yeah there's
3: so much Chooch just created the event and you guys Uh can just follow that there it's the usual Wednesday 9 at 9 Eastern
2: I can't wait to talk about why the red woman asked John if he was a virgin
1: (laughs) I know that was she was so creepy in that elevator yep
2: Save
0: it for the real show. Yeah, yeah, and right. people can click on the event, and if you can click on yeah. the little Q and A thing in the top, and you can ask questions before yeah. we start recording, and it'll bubble to the top. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yay! All right.
4: If you'd like to send feedback to Beyond the Wall you can email us at btw at specficmedia.com That's btw at s-p-e-c-f-i-c-m-e-d-i-a dot com Or you could send us a voicemail at 704-315-5884 Or you can comment on the web. Go to specficmedia.com and there you'll find a shiny little button to click on that will take you right to our page. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Unported License. Feel free to share and remix. Just give us credit and don't charge money for it.
0: I stopped to push the button, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) There you go. That's not bad. That was about a half hour.
4: Yeah.